0: Let's begin. Today, we are heading to LA to talk with Don Fox. Don is a writer, producer, and director. Don's latest project is the Robots of Mars series e-books, which is available now. So Don, how are you doing today?
1: Oh, I'm fine.
0: I'm very happy to have you
1: here. I'm happy to be here too.
0: (laughs) So Don, can you tell us a little bit about what it was like
1: growing up in Beckerley? Uh, I don't know. You know, it's a university town. And, uh, you know, I guess there's a lot of students uh, that, you know, that live here uh, while, they're, while they're going to school. I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's a pleasant town, and a, you know, on the smaller side. So let's say, What are some
0: of your favorite things to do or places to visit?
1: I don't know. I, I you know I like to walk around the you know the Berkeley area mm-hmm. with my dog, and uh, that's basically uh, you know
0: mm-hmm. what I do when
1: I'm not working on my projects. Mm-hmm. But I spend most of my time you know working on these various uh, robot projects. Mm -hmm. So it leaves little time, you know, to do much else.
0: (laughs) Yes, you've been doing a lot. So can you tell us a little more about your background and how you got started in the entertainment industry?
1: Well, it's kind of a long story, but, you know, I went to film school and uh, uh, and then after that, I started uh, a company called Midland Productions, uh, where we uh, did... uh, what's called Ride in Attraction Films. Uh, and uh, I did, you know, a number of these special attraction films, uh, which were pretty successful. Uh, and that sort of led into uh, getting into computer graphics. Originally, uh, we did these films using, you know, f- film <laughs> and mm-hmm. cameras and that kind of of uh, motion control equipment. And uh, later uh, we started moving towards doing things in, with computer graphics. So uh, we invested a lot of time and effort into switching over to that mode. And then um, that, that's when I started coming up with the idea of this robot concept. One thing led to another, and we did a special attraction film based on our robot characters called Robots of Mars 3E Adventure. And also we did a film called Robots of Mars The Ride. And those were quite successful, and they were shown around uh, the world, I guess, uh, for a while. And then based on that uh, concept, I decided to, to do these ebooks. Um, Because I had all this data that uh, we had produced Mm -hmm. um, um, doing the attraction films. And I could utilize that data, meaning the computer-generated characters, the robot characters and all that stuff. And then I could uh, utilize that to produce these uh, e-books, it was a long process. Um and it took a, a while to actually produce these ebooks, about five years actually, even with the data that I had already had from the uh ride and attraction films. So uh, I put about ten thousand hours into these ebooks. Wow. It's um, so a lot you can see. <laughs> well, five years <laughs> exactly. working around the clock, and I had to learn uh originally uh I, you know, I was computer savvy in a sense, but I didn't use a program called Maya, and I really hadn't become an expert at it, uh, which I had to become in order to do the ebook. So I had to learn all the details of Maya uh, and... Uh, and there it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. so I don't... Yes, I saw the
0: illustrations. Actually, your book series is entitled Robot in Mars. Dawn, can you tell us a little bit more about this story and the world of Robot in Mars? And also, what sets it apart from other science fiction stories set in space? I have the ebooks, and they are so well done they are so beautiful and this story is amazing so let us know a little bit about it
1: the world the robot world it's been sort of formulated i guess <laughs> over the years starting like going back to the special attraction film the story there uh, has i utilize some of those elements you know uh, from from that I brought them into the, to the ebook world, I guess. So there's, there's a little bit of that, but I had to, you know, just come up with, uh, you know, this robot world where uh, you have these different characters and, and all the uh, adventures that, uh, you know, especially Sparky, you know, he's the blue robot. He's kind of the main character and he has his sidekick pals, uh, Blasto the dog and uh, Melody the bird and uh, Mad Doctor who creates them. It's kind of a Pinocchio type situation, you know, in the very beginning the the, the you know, the robot factory part one that you have looked at, you know, where Mad Doctor creates Sparky in his lab and then sends him on a, a mission to the robot factory kind of, kind of to prove to Mad Doctor that Sparky, can uh, uh, handle certain kind of situations because later in part two and three he's also sent on uh, you know these missions by the mad doctor which are pretty dangerous and Sparky has to handle the situation you know so anyway um, the robot world is pretty complex and and I'm also working now, you know, I've finished these, e- these e-books and I'm working on new, new stories and one of them is called A Titan Adventure. And uh, also I have a, I've 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 finished all the illustrations, but I haven't really laid it out, which I should do in, in design, which is called A Sorcerer of Mars. It's kind of a prequel to the um, three-part series uh, that sort of lays out the whole Martian world, I guess you want to call it, that predates what occurs in the three part series. There's a sorcerer and his whole Martian civilization and uh, all that kind of stuff. Now I'm working on a, a Return of the Sorcerer, which is a, a sequel to <laughs> The Sorcerer of Mars that tells uh, what happens later, you know, after the sorcerer. Well, it gets complicated, but anyway, I'm working on that story too. So I'm on all these different <laughs> projects at the same time. So anyway, so you, if you look at the robots on our website, you'll you can actually see some of these, uh, you know, these new illustrations that are going into the new ebooks. and you'll see that uh, I have human characters now in addition to the robot characters in the Titan Adventure. It's interesting because uh, creating human characters is really difficult. (laughs) Well, they have to look human, first of Mm -hmm. all, (laughs) you know, and and it's really uh, difficult.
0: (laughs) I recently received copies and I was blown away by the quality of the illustrations, Don. I really want to congratulate you on the release of these books and also, you were talking to us about Sparky. The characters you've created, particularly Sparky, Blasto, and Melody, are incredibly expressive and endearing. I, I love how each one has their own distinct
1: personality. And part of that, uh, you know, is is also the narrative And if you listen to the narration... Uh, Eduardo, uh, who, who narrates these ebooks, he's an incredible uh, audiobook narrator, does a fantastic job of giving personalities to each of the characters. You know, I've written the, the text for the different characters, but he kind of brings them to life uh, through his narration. And it's, 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 it's fantastic to listen to. All the characters are pretty unique. And they're very expressive. That goes into how we actually technically created the characters so that they have what's called, for their face, called blend shapes. And these are shapes that you create to give them different expressions like smiling or uh, you know being sad or happy or this or that. So you can uh, adjust their facial expressions depending on the situation. And, you know, so for so different scenes, you know, they'd have different expressions. Yeah. Uh, so. anyway, yeah. I, I love so that. that gives, yeah, that gives them their personality.
0: And what themes or messages do you hope readers will take away from the Robert in
1: Mars series? I'm not trying to send too many messages. I mean, it's kind of an adventure story. I'm happy if kids enjoy, you know, the Sparky's adventures. Uh, in these different uh, situations Uh, you know it's kind of I guess if you wanted to boil it down you know it's the old thing the old theme good over evil you know basically Sparky wins out over the evil supervisor Uh, so I mean I guess it's you know that's pretty simplistic uh, theme but that's kind of if you had to boil it down I guess that's what it would be um, but, you know, it's it's basically an adventure story where kids can really enjoy uh, being a part of that by, you know, not only reading the ebooks, but they can also listen to them and enjoy them almost like a movie. Because if you on an Apple device, if you um, engage the uh, it's called read aloud and turn my pages as the narrator reads the story, the pages will automatically, uh, you know, move to the next one. So it's almost like, kind of like watching a movie with still images. (laughs) It's fun. it's too bad, you know, because I I wanted to also distribute these on, the eBooks on Amazon, but because Amazon does not have, does not support EPUB 3, you would not have the audio. And I felt that was a real limitation that, uh, that you know, I didn't want to have present with the e book So
0: it, mm-hmm. it's only
1: available, right now it's only available on Apple Books.
0: And so, Don, yeah. have you ever considered or planned any other multimedia adaptations of Robot in March, such as a potential television or film adaptation?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, originally, I mean, if we go back in time, uh, before the uh, special attraction film, that was one of the ideas that we had was actually to do the Robots on Mars as a as a film. Um, but it, it's it's really difficult because you know doing it as a film as opposed to an ebook is a, is a is a different matter in the sense that it's a to do it as a film. I mean, as an ebook. I can do that alone, except, you know, I have, I have some technical people that work with me to, to help me, uh, you know, build models and characters and stuff. But I can create the entire robot world and, and the story and all of that. But this is a movie is a huge effort in the sense that you have to have a team, a huge team of animators and all kinds of technical people to uh generate all the animation that's necessary you know to do the film and therefore um you got to get a studio or somebody to finance that you know because it's you know very expensive yeah um yeah you know millions upon millions tens of millions of dollars it would cost so to get a studio to get involved Uh, is a big effort and uh, you know not that easy to do so i haven't really pursued that recently at all (laughs) you know i don't want to waste a lot of my time trying to to get a studio interested i'd rather you know work on my ebooks and my stories and get them out for kids to enjoy as opposed to you know trying to convince a studio to make a film out of this you know because for a studio they got to they got to know that once the film is done, it's going to make them a lot of money. Otherwise, they're not going to bother. So somehow you'd have to convince them that your story and your characters are going to generate a lot of uh, revenue for them. And sometimes that's very difficult to convince. (laughs) So anyway, that's kind of where it's at.
0: What advice would you give to aspiring writers who are interested in breaking into the science
1: fiction genre? Well you know writing uh, you know is not easy it's a, it's a hard road to go down uh, I'm not sure I mean I guess you know they just have to pursue their their ideas uh, you know and and just get out there and then write <laughs> and the more they write the better they get and you know uh, at a certain point they can uh, you know present their works to to various uh, you know publishers or whatever um, but to do what I'm doing, In in a sense of creating a a visual world, an illustrated world, that's a pretty tall order. Uh, And they would have to have a lot of uh, expertise in a lot of different uh, fields in order to do this and to do what I'm doing in the sense that they'd have to be an expert, a technical expert at 3D models and posing, you know, and creating characters and posing them and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And then they have to have a visual sense, you know, like even if you have all this technical knowledge, you have to have a a visual illustrator sense of how, you know, how these things are going (laughs) to look. You know, how how, how the scene is going to be displayed. So they have to be a writer, you know, and all all the other facts, you know, for me, it's like being a writer, a director, a producer, a cameraman, a prop man, in a sense that I have to create these props, <laughs> the characters, I'm sort of like the actor in the sense that I have to pose these characters, uh, you know, and the cameraman, cause I have to put my virtual camera into a virtual world and a scene and then then that's rendered out uh, so i'm not sure wh- <laughs> what what mm-hmm. kind of uh, advice i can give a potential writer except to say you know if you really love writing then and do it and and come up with some you know unique stories and and, and ideas and so uh, go from there thank you
0: don i saw the quality of your work and when you said it took me 5 years i can completely Relate to what you were saying
1: because it it's yeah it's really you know w- w- you know at a certain point when I was working on this maybe three years in I didn't even know whether I could finish them you know because it was getting so complicated I have over one thousand terabytes of data wow. that I've generated you know that's a that's a lot of data and I have thousands tens of thousands of files hundreds of thousands of files. You can imagine trying to keep track of all that data and all those files, and then because you know one the images that you look at, when you look at that image, you know it appears as a single image, but it could have a hundred layers to it in Photoshop. You know when I'm creating the actual image, where I've rendered out all these various elements and I combine them all into one final scene and that's all done in Photoshop and I flatten those all those layers into one file, uh, you know, like a TIFF and then I'll output that for the uh, eBooks as a JPEG, but I don't compress these files very much. Uh, they're mm-hmm. JPEG compressed at 11, 12 is the highest level of uncompression. 11 is less compressed, uh, a, a little less. Uh, so they're very high quality images, and you know all that <clears throat> I'm just saying that it takes you know all that data in order to do this, and keeping track of all this is a huge effort, so it wasn't easy to to get these out, but hey, they're out there now, and hopefully people will enjoy them.
0: yes, I enjoyed it, and even for adults,
1: I think it's a really good book. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, adults can enjoy it too. And actually the new series I'm doing called the Titan adventure is geared towards a slightly older audience. Uh, It's still geared towards kids, but adults will be able to enjoy the Titan adventure even more, I think, uh, because the story's way more sophisticated. Um, uh, But anyway, yeah, I think uh, a lot of people enjoy the images are, I think, you know, every time I, I, look on my iPad and, and and look at the the images. you know I, I I'm pretty impressed myself that hey they really do hold up well. Um, so that's mm-hmm. a big feature you know of these ebooks is the high quality. So yes. anyway, there it mm-hmm. is. <laughs> Thank you.
0: And Don, where can we find you and of course your ebooks online?
1: The website is robotsofmars.com. So, there, if they go to robotsomars.com, uh, there's links to the ebooks, which are on Apple Books. They're on Apple Books. You know, if they just go to Apple Books and they type in Robots of Mars, on the Apple Books, they can sample if they don't want to purchase the ebook, but they'd like to get an idea of what it's like. There are samples there of each of the three part series, and they can download those for free. And, and, you know, and check out uh, w- what they're like. And then if wow. they like the sample, you know, then they can purchase the ebook if they like. And
0: yes, I hope you don't stop writing and producing good things,
1: Don. Yeah, well, I'm glad you like them and uh, I'll just keep at it.
0: <laughs> yes. So thank you. I'm super happy to be here in Beckerley today. And I hope I can give you another ride. In the future.
1: Yeah, well, when I finish, uh, you know, the Titan Adventure, we, definitely we should link up again and you can uh, you can uh, give your comments about that. <laughs> for sure. For
0: us authors, reviews are gold. So we need reviews. So for our listeners, please, if you check out Dawn's ebook, don't forget to write reviews. Don, thank you again very much for your time and enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Okay, you too. Okay, goodbye.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does and next time.